Hope you know there. And welcome to the rewrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. And uh, this morning, we're going to spend a bit of time talking about what our Prime Minister does and doesn't know about. Because something really weird happened on the show today and... I think we just need to hear it again and again, to be perfectly honest. Uh, David Seymour was sick of hearing from her at all, and uh, we've got a little bit of uh, donut talk to finish up with and make us all feel hungry. But yeah, so we'll, we'll get into this Jacinda Ardern thing in a minute, but this really sets it up. Uh, somebody's suing the government again. To tell you what, if the government hadn't lost last week in the Borrowdale case, I wouldn't be paying the attention I am to the Greymouth gas suing Megan Woods case. Now, the clue in the Borrowdale case which seemed a great deal more complex than the gas case, was that after nine days, they changed the bit of writing on the paper. In other words, somebody somewhere worked out they might be in trouble, so put a bit of ink in place to seemingly patch up the gaps. We now know that was because, of course, the opening stanza was indeed unlawful. It's a shame in many respects the case didn't get the coverage it deserved, and it failed to do so because, one, we were preoccupied with a border cock-up and a decent chunk of the country locked down due to a government that couldn't deliver a pizza, far less a pandemic plan, and two, sadly... The media don't have a large number of senior practitioners anymore that understand law as well as they should. Having been to court a few times over the years, very little is as it seems. I mean, the simple gets quickly complicated, and the slam-dunk argument often has a nuance mainly missed by those merely seeking a headline grab. And as such, often the decisions aren't actually all that cut and dry as well. In the Borodeau case, for example, yes, the government acted unlawfully, but in the end, what tangible outworkings were there? None, apart from humiliation. The gas case, on its first flush, seems very simple indeed. Can you make an announcement to ban something and then enact that decision without actually changing the law? The answer, of course, is no. And pretending to enact it, as is the claim for the full seven months until the law is changed, seems a fairly open and shut case. If it does play out this way, if in fact Greymouth are right and the government lose again, what does that say about the government? Is it inept? Or so arrogant they didn't think they needed to change laws because they were above the law. Did they never consider their actions might lead to harm for business and therefore they would be surprised if anyone questioned their stance? Can a government think they can simply go about making any old decisions they want, hurting whoever they want without any due regard for what Parliament is actually there for, i.e. making laws? As I say, the devil will be in the detail, but losing once is bad enough. Losing twice would surely, given most of the ardent support, a pause for thought. I mean, can a single government really be that bad at the basics? Twice? So, as you'd expect, uh, with Jacinda Ardern on the show today, Mike decided to ask her about this. It wasn't the only thing he asked her about. Have a listen. See what you think. Would you worry about losing to the Greymouth gas case? Uh, I can't comment on that. Why not? Um, because uh, I just simply haven't been briefed on the Greymouth gas case in order to make any assumptions. You're being so sued. Sure not, I wouldn't want to say anything prematurely in a case we're engaged with either, Mike. All right. Do you look to take over in some way, shape or form either the Tauranga City Council or the Invercargill City Council? Why on earth are you making such suggestions? Because the department has written to both of the councils looking for information that they may involve the role of the minister in them. Uh, and you're suddenly making an assumption that we're going to take over... Well, that's one of the outworkings of the information they received from the letter they sent councils. Mike, if you've got a list of things that you want to run through this morning, then that is fine. Were well, you not aware of the department detail. writing to the councils asking for information of potential no, ministerial involvement? it's a ridiculous suggestion that we would take over a council or a port 
uh, or somehow this morning that you would like me to get into the detail of a gas case. These are, well, the gas cases you're being sued. The port is you've been written to, and the councils, two government departments, have written to the councils asking for information there potentially gets ministerial involvement. The idea that we are taking over a council, though, is incorrect. Neither council? No, Mike. Are you sure? Mike, when has this government ever taken over a council? You're not going to appoint anybody to run the council is what I'm asking. No. Then why are you writing letters asking for information from the minister's department then? Um, look, Mike, I can't speak to that in detail, but no, we are not taking over a democratically elected council. So, I mean, that was weird, right? That's, that's... But they were just questions, legitimate questions. She seemed to take it personally or something. I mean, I'm not imagining it. That was just weird. Um, I think we got the interview about right with the Prime Minister. A couple of texts back to back. Hosking, you are insane. Followed by Mike, thank God we have you to ask the questions that need to be asked. Well, you say that as though the Hosking, you are insane is a bad comment. Actually, very good point. Both might, they might be, able to, might be like, Hosking, you are insane. Yeah, no. <laughs> Both compliments. Uh, the exchange, if you missed it, let's have, let's have a listen to how it sort of unfolded towards the end there. Real it's a ridiculous suggestion that we would take over a council or a port uh, or somehow this morning that you would like me to get into the detail of a gas case. The, these are, well, the gas cases you're being sued. The port is you've been written to. It happens from And time the time. councils, Mike, two government departments have written to the councils asking for information there potentially gets ministerial involvement. The idea that we are taking over a council, though, is incorrect. Neither council? No, Mike. Are you sure? <laughs> Mike, when has this government ever taken over a council? You're not going to appoint anybody to run the council is what I'm asking. No. And then we had quite a bit of silence throughout the interview. The idea that we are taking over a council, though, is incorrect. Neither council? No, Mike. Are you sure? <laughs> okay, I'll um, I'll stop playing that now. Um, we'll, we're going to keep it just focused on the Prime Minister, though, for a little bit longer because uh, I don't know about you, but I am sick of the attitude and the measures that they're taking uh, around dealing with uh, COVID. Um, the containment seems to be over the top. Um, I said to my family, I had the news pause last night and after we'd finished dinner and we sat down in front of the tally, I said, do you really want to watch this? And nobody did. They didn't want to be reminded about it and they certainly didn't want to hear her explaining. It seems like the, the more gravity there is to the situation the more she talks in that particular voice, which is really obviously brassing David Seymour off. David Seymour's having, I think, the political year of his life, uh, and he's got momentum heading towards the election, and the polls are showing that. But uh, part of what makes him appealing, I think, at the moment, is he summed up yesterday so cleverly. No one's talked to me like that since I was at Horror Horror Kindy. 
Can you argue with that? And I can't. I hate it. I absolutely hate being spoken to as though I'm only three years old. I know what you're talking about. I have a... I mean, I was going to say I understand what you're talking about, but I don't understand a lot of the decisions, as I've made it quite clear. As you can tell, it's a very, very pissed-off Glenn ZB you're dealing with today. I'm just... I mean... What has the rest of the country done to deserve this? That's what I don't get. Anyway, luckily, we managed to finish the show. I, I proposed to Mike this morning off air that we actually run two shows simultaneously, two Mike Hosking breakfasts, a COVID one and a non-COVID one. Uh, one on AM, one on FM. Probably go non-COVID on the FM. I feel like there'd be more um, sound effects and music and things on the non-COVID one. So that would suit the FM a little bit better. Because there's a lot of stuff to talk about at the moment. Uh, including uh, Mike's burgeoning junk food addiction. I had that very problem the other day. Katie brought home a box of four donuts, and it was in one of those lockdown funks that I was in, and I thought, bugger this, I'm going to have a donut. And you, if you know how weird I am, you know I've never had a donut in I, my it's life. It's like I don't even know who you are anymore. Exactly, precisely. And, I, and not only did I have the donut, there were four of them in there. You had to buy the box because they're no longer selling single donuts because of COVID, of course. So you buy your pre-selected box of four, and I went for the full chocolate. I went for the one with chocolate on oh, top. Oh, I thought you were going to say you ate all four. No, no. I went for the one with the chocolate on top and the sprinkles on top of the chocolate. And I ate it and I ate half. And I thought, I'm going to be I'm going to be good about this. I'm going to eat half. And Katie goes, what are you? What a wuss. Are you the sort of man I married? What sort of per- Finish it off. And I did. And then I felt sick and I had donut regret for the rest of the day. But now, after that, after that gateway donut... <laughs> Are you now voting no, on the yes no, in the disgusting. donut referendum? No, just no, no. <laughs> just because um, you know he'll he'll be chasing the dragon now. That initial donut high, um, and he build up a tolerance to those after effects over time. Listen to me, the voice of experience. I literally thought that he was going to say yeah or four donuts because that's probably what I would have done. I'm Glenn ZB. I, I'm a bad influence on my Hosking. Well, I try to be. Uh, that was the rewrap. Finished talking about food again. I'm hungry again. I'm off to Fruit World. Gotta get my mask on, I suppose. See you tomorrow.